Inductees into the South Dakota Hall of Fame come from all backgrounds of life, but one thing they all have in common is their daily pursuit of their dreams. In this podcast, you will hear stories of the legacy of these inductees and how these dream chasers have impacted South Dakota in meaningful ways. I'm Greta Chapman. I'm the CEO for the South Dakota Hall of Fame. I have two exceptional guests with me today, Dave Olson and Dick Gowan. And both of them were uh, very instrumental in taking the hall to another level. Um, we're now probably um, looking at almost a decade of that activity. So we have a conversation about how that um, started and what that looked like and where we're going. So. Dave, what was happening with the organization when you started that led to a meeting with Mr. Gowan? I was uh, put on the board in 2011. And uh, it was a struggling organization at the time, economically and focus-wise. Uh, great people involved, but it just was lacking some of that. So uh, 2012, I was the vice chair. And that year, uh, Dick Gowan was elected to the South Dakota Hall of Fame. And then the following and and then the following year I was the board chair and Dick was uh, elected as the vice chair. So that's that brought us together and and I think Dick tells the story better but uh, when I, I I drove out to Rapid to visit with him to ask him if he would serve on the board. Mm -hmm. And and uh, uh, Dick is uh, asked me what I wanted to accomplish. And my, my response, I mean, plus or minus was, I'm not sure, but I want to do more than we're doing, <laughs> than we're doing now. Yeah, I want to go forward, <laughs> want to, yeah. not backward. There's, a, there's this tremendous, you could see all this potential, but yeah. how to harness it and go in a direction. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll have Dick tell the story for himself, but uh, what interested him and what interested him resonated 100% with me. And so we started pushing in a specific direction. And that interest that resonated 100% with you was? Well, it's the, uh, and it's not a popular topic, but, uh, but uh, I believe that uh, South Dakota suffers from an inferiority complex. Not everywhere, but there is this sense of, well, I've got to go someplace else to, mm. to be fully realize my potential. I can't have, I've got to have somebody from Minneapolis or Denver come in to speak because certainly no one here is capable of speaking. And that plays out in a number of ways, and, and, and it's been heard in a number of ways. And I could tell you endless stories from uh, Dana Dykhouse and, and uh, Al Kurtenbach along those lines with South Dakota State. But the bottom line was, um, it's, it, it's wrong. And how do we change that thinking? How do we get people to start thinking that you can pursue excellence here? And that's, that's what tripped my trigger. So you tripped his trigger. <laughs> I tripped his trigger. That's right. It was a good time. <clears throat> and so when Dave and I and Nancy uh, was part of the group, and we talked about what could be a focus for the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And what I suggested is that we look at champion the culture of excellence and that South Dakota has lots and lots of capability in, in excellence. Mm -hmm. And so what we just 
needed was a way that we could focus it. And so when Dave asked if I would be on the board, I sort of looked at him and said, I'm not sure you need me on the board. But what I am interested in, and he asked, what do you want to do? And I said, what I really would like to do is change the South Dakota, at that time, Hall of Fame, <clears throat> and focus on a culture of excellence and begin to move to promote different programs in the Hall of Fame, and those programs would focus in large measure on excellence. And so we, uh, we parted, shook hands, smiled, and basically uh, put our arms almost around each other and went off and I started building a, uh, well, it's really called a wiki. And it is a technology piece that emanates out from the Wikipedia. And it comes down, <clears throat> but it is not telling the story of somebody else. It's telling the story out of your mouth and getting publicity on it. So you jumped ahead. <laughs> and what we did is um, I had worked with the IEEE. Right. And in working with the IEEE, I knew where there were some very good way of publicizing what you're doing. The, right. With and the so uh, yep. what I did is I went out and circled around the IEEE found out who was doing what, and then took that over to the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And the next step mm -hmm. was to build the wiki. Mm -hmm. And so what we did, I uh, hired a faculty member out of the school mines, and uh, he and I started building a wiki. And what we did is we identified programs that could be used, one of which was the Acts of Excellence. Right. And so what we did is we had a concept that there are lots and lots of people in South Dakota who are observing Acts of Excellence, and would they share those? Mm -hmm. And so what we did is promote the building of a body of acts of excellence. And uh, I counted how many acts of excellence we have. <clears throat> and right now, we have 191. Nice. So it's emanated, yeah. mm -hmm. worked well, and there are 191 people who have told their story. Mm -hmm. And the story is, I observed this, I was part of, I did this. And we then received that story and edited, marginally edited, and then turn it back for public display. And so 191 items of acts of excellence are out in our directory 
and available for people to look at and to understand championing the culture of excellence in South Dakota. Well, and, and every day, because that's the idea behind the Acts of Excellence. And then the other part of it is the regional celebrations that have come yeah, out of that. That's a great idea. At which have you been? You, we've done Sioux Falls. What was your? What was I think they're wonderful. Sense I've been to one in Watertown. I wasn't to the latest one, but yeah. oh yeah, I think they're just they're wonderful. So you know, we've primarily been known as an organization for over forty-five years um, with the honor ceremony. We're going to talk a little bit about how you helped to switch that up as well, Dick. But what what I saw from the two of you coming together and saying it we need to rebrand and go to another level was the idea of inclusive. So acts of excellence became, how do we recognize and honor across our state, these good things that take place. And, uh, you know, some of those acts of excellence have turned into inductees, but many of them are really truly about what goes on in, in communities and, so your takeaway from the work that that has meant for the hall, you know, what have you seen the acts of excellence add to the mission? Well, I think it's going in the right direction. If, if, if there were 19,100 acts of excellence, <laughs> I'd be happier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, so yeah. the, I, I'll, I'll digress just a bit. Mm. Every, people get elected to the South Dakota Hall of Fame, get inducted. They don't need another award. Dick Cowan doesn't need another recognition, and so and and it's a nice thing for them. But what they're what inductees are really interested in is being able to see uh, uh, share their their story yeah. and and yeah. encourage other people to do it. And that's that's the first thing that we started making this. We we turned this from an interior looking an inward-looking organization to an organization say, how do we leverage, and Dick used the term, our greatest asset or our 700-plus inductees, how do we leverage them to change culture? Yes. That's the, so, so I think when culture changes, when a, enough people, uh, cultures occur, when a critical mass of people think and believe in the same way. And, and, and so, is 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 191 enough to change culture? No, but it's going in the right direction, and we need we need to have groups of people starting to think about what is possible rather than what is not possible, and um, that's that's where the acts of excellence I think ultimately is is going to be our most effective tool. So the digital platform that the mad scientist coder, <laughs> um, and, and you may recall a few phone calls. I do. <laughs> me saying, what is he doing? And, do. uh, and, and of course, you and I had many heart to hearts about what that was. And, you know, and I, I cannot say enough about how the value of using that platform allows us to take all kinds of media in, as you know, and then the value of pushing that back out. And now we're at this place where making those connections with junior achievement, with South Dakota public broadcasting, with South Dakota leadership, with classrooms 400 plus across the state, 
you know, all of those things are making um, the Hall of Fame a household word so that excellence becomes very tangible in what that looks like. Talk a little bit about uh, when you two hired a CEO and what you were looking for and what you thought you got. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a search committee. And the two of us, along with two others... Don Scott and Rick Belmer. ...were the search committee. Mm-hmm. And um, what we did is we put out advertisements and called for people to apply. And um, you applied. And this was a pivotal point in your rebrand, though. You also... Well, maybe. We're just getting started. Okay. And I became I became the chair in January. Our CEO quit in February. Okay. So, <laughs> so we had a lot of moving parts. Okay. I so and so that um, that opened the opportunity because <clears throat> what we needed was somebody who could dedicate and in this case her life <laughs> to being able to guide and help us on a day-to-day basis. Because it was one thing to say, a culture of excellence, mm-hmm. and we're going to build on it. It's another thing to have someone who can be there and can help us build on it. Mm-hmm. And so, Greta, you've been doing that, and uh, you've done a fantastic job. I agree. And bringing it together. I agree. So we're very pleased with you. And the no way that, or anything, but I, <laughs> <laughs> and the way the that fault. we did it, uh, it was uh, it was just to watch you grow, and you brought the library in Rapid City, and you brought your experience with being a librarian, and and that helped to a transition. And so as we watched, we watched you grow into being the executive director Mm -hmm. of the champion of culture of excellence, Hall of Fame. And so that's, uh, that's been very good. And uh, you do a number of great things. You, you have the ability to make people happy. You have the ability to um, go out and visit with donors and make donors happy. And the way you do that is you encourage them to make contributions. And they make contributions, and uh, that's a way that you just are very bubbly and very effective. So I... Well, that's, I can't say enough about how good you are. Well, I appreciate that. That's very kind, but it also comes from, you know, we're geeks from way back. So technology, you know, we we really resonate in our hearts towards, you know, I have to say that uh, initially I didn't warm up as much as I could have towards this, uh, towards the platform, but now it's it's the panacea. You know, it's it's the thing that makes us able to do what we'll do. And on your side, the salesperson and the financier, 
Well, you were, and I've got, I've got a little experience with foundations. Yes. And yes. as as Dick has as yep. well. So I mean, this was not our first rodeo. <laughs> but you're not a you're not a traditional you're not a traditional hire. Mm-hmm. And um, and most hires for this kind of job come from the development side, which you had. <laughs> You claim you had experience, but you didn't have any experience. Oh, well, we're not <laughs> going to debate that anymore. <laughs> well, you made a good transition. But, okay, but there you go. <clears throat> uh, it was an astounding part of your development. It was, it, you had, it was, it was astounding at, okay. at your natural ability to connect with donors. It was really, and it, it, there was not a track record of it. Mm-hmm. Your track record is on the uh, on the digital side, mm-hmm. which is where we were interested in going, but we needed we needed development too, and just remarkable how good you are. Well, thank you, but I also you know trained up as you drove me across South Dakota <laughs> and said now now here's <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. this next call and and here's what you know and and um, I I think we all recognize we took a risk on a number of things each other. The organization and its mission, you know, it was $60,000 in the red when you hired me. And I mm-hmm. kept look, asking for, you got me the budget after I signed the contract. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you've done some of this in your lifetime and uh, it wouldn't have changed anything, but um, it uh, certainly would have. It wasn't clarified. a job security oh, no. job. Of go to it was it a, was a big it was a survival leap. Job. but I but I think you know the part and you you both have heard me say this is I couldn't have ever imagined where the coming together of the mission and the storytelling and the mm-hmm. fundraising mm-hmm. and the nonprofit heartfelt mm-hmm. pack mm-hmm. all of that to kind of accumulate for me professionally I mean this is it yeah you know this is it well see I think that you get. I think you get the mission, and I think you mm. get how 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 important your job is. And a lot of uh, CEOs of not-for-profits are there to get by and maintain. <laughs> and you are you took the you're your, committed. You you have a huge commitment, time, yeah. energy, yeah, it, the whole thing. So there's just no doubt about it. You you do. Thank you. So the first the first couple of years that we were all together, and uh, I'm asking myself, <laughs> what have I got myself into? But the two of you have a yin and a yang in the way that you see things. You know, you're both able to be at this 40,000-foot level, and then you could be right down on the ground floor. And that's invaluable when you're really trying to relaunch an organization. And I, I truly believe we've done that. Um, there's so many amazing things that are coming and are happening and the connections. You know, again, I'll put a shout out to SDPB. You know, we're in their studio. Yep, thank you. And, and they're, they're helping us do videos. You know, it's a big deal for yeah, us. I agree. So let's just talk a little bit, a couple more things. Let's just talk a little bit about how you switched up the honors ceremony. And to a certain degree, that also fine-tuned organizationally. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about well, that. Well, I'll start and then let Dick take over. I'm not an organization guy. And and I'm, 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 I would... 
I consider myself, I'm a driver. You're a missile, remember? And I like to, I like to see things get done. Yes. And I don't normally know how to see, how to do them, but I also recognize people who do and fully support them. Mm -hmm. So we had an unorganized, we had an unorganized uh, honor ceremony. That your dick was inducted, it went from 15, so you were there with just 10. Which was, that was a good decision mm -hmm. that we made before. Right. But, right. But it was it was it was loose, and and Dick, Dick came to the Dick didn't like it, and came to the he came to before the next honor ceremony with charts were seating with how many inches between seats. And, I think I saw a ruler oh, in one it of was our just, it was just the stage setup, yeah. and I loved it. I mean, oh, I wouldn't yeah. have thought of that, oh, yeah. but no, I, I loved agree. it. Yeah. And then the other thing, and this is this is again Dick, is mm -hmm. that. Um, uh, he, we had a brunch on Saturday late morning, the purpose of which was to receive the medals. And uh, Dick essentially relabeled that the governor's brunch and got the governor to come. And since then, we've had a governor or lieutenant governor make that presentation. And so now that's a big deal. Yeah. That's, that's, so it's all Dick. I was for it. But I didn't know what I was for. <laughs> <laughs> so, in summary, from where we were to where we are today, how would you describe what you've seen? Well, I had the, uh, <clears throat> the very special privilege of being the centennial president of the IEEE. So a hundred years and many, many developers of all the electronics and all of that. So we had an election and uh, I was told that I was going to be one of the candidates. And I got on the airplane very, very distressed because I didn't want to lose. So um, I was running against the person who was the vice president of Phillips Electronics. So I sort of saw that unequal. And it drove me to begin to think about what had I done. And uh, this was the time in which the space program was leaving Cape Kennedy. And so I went to Cape Kennedy several times talked to the people who had been there and told them that there was a good future. And so now I was set up so that I had to get that future. And I was elected. And so uh, Nancy and I, my, my wife, we visited 48 different states. And so we went on the road and basically told people what they had done, shook their hands, and then patted them on the back and told them, you need to do more. So it was a good, good effort. And that was the background that I brought to you folks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was also had the privilege of being president of the foundation. So I had a little bit 
of awareness of where I really had hoped we could go. Mm -hmm. And so we went there, and uh, <clears throat> that gave us the opportunity to, to really build a capability in the wiki, into our outreach, and... Uh, and the ceremony. The ceremony as a whole became the way that we put the Hall of Fame publicly before our donors. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was a, a good message because when you're making a donation, you'd like to know what's going to happen to it. Mm -hmm. And we were able to show yeah. in the honor ceremony that this donation was part of this many people who were donating. And the room was full. And, you know, we've, uh, we've tapped 500 or so people sitting around that room as donors. And it's been a good time. And to watch the honor ceremony just continue to grow. And it's matured and it's growing. Uh, Dave uh, was the, uh, as the chair of the Hall of Fame, he was also the chair of the honor ceremony. And it was just a delight to be on the stage with Dave. And uh, we had a, a minor problem in which we told people that they had five minutes when they were inducted. You two really And they thought we were kidding. You two, you know, that, that switched we up the entire... Uh, attendance because for several years when I first started, people were hesitant to show up yeah, because it would go on for hours. Yeah. And yeah. people did not believe the five minutes. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the first the first time yeah. we really had the five minutes, what happened is Dave was on one side. You were on the other. And I was on the other. And, you, and when the time got to five minutes, we converged merged. on the speaker. Yes, and yes, she did. There were, there were yes. two people coming in, and uh, that sort of ended. Kind of short of picking them off the stage. So next year we went to music, mm -hmm. where we didn't have to uh, yeah. converge. And you know, it has made all the world of difference for everybody in the conciseness. You know, this is a very competitive process for inductees, for obvious reasons. And to for those nominations to be very concise, the hard part is to not... You have all kinds of information. It's how to make it work within that. The same thing with the five-minute speech. You take a lifetime journey and be able to leave people with a story that they can connect to. And that's, that's the whole goal of the mission is how do we connect all of South Dakota with what excellence looks like on an everyday basis. And most often it's about the blood, sweat, and tears that people go through. Yes. And to share that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Before we, we wrap things up, um, yeah. so you, uh, you, you may recall recently the announcement um, of reaching our 
endowment campaign goal of not just three million, but 3.3 million. Congratulations. And thank you. And of course, that lasted a whole 30 seconds of celebration with endowment chair Miles Beacom that said, Do you realize? We're 83% on our way to 4 million. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. So so we're moving to, to the 4 million. But um, casting our future is what this is all about. And, you know, the, the, the goal of stabilization, we're really in this place of, of growth and, and what can that look like for this culture? And I, I really do think there are sticking points. You, you know, this mission is, is sticking and resonating with all kinds of people. What would you say is most important to you for casting this future of this organization? Connections. <clears throat> In which what we are working toward is to take something that someone has seen and experienced and have them explain it mm -hmm. and give it to others and let that be a way of connecting. And so as we do that, then there's growth because, you know, after a while you realize that connections are the way that you really get growth. It's being able to exchange with others. It's being able to be there and show others why connections and acts of excellence, for instance, which are connections. Someone has seen something, they brought it back and given to others. And so, you know, when Dave made the comment, a few minutes ago here, that uh, 191 are good, but you'd rather have 1,091. And so I agree. <laughs> but you're going to get there by having connections yep. <laughs> and helping people see why they can share what they have. So You've made your whole life about that. Well, that's what life is. But, you made your, but you've dedicated the time to do that, Dick. You've, you've, you've given yourself to others. You've given the time. And time is the most... Time is the most precious commodity. And you've shared it generously over the years. You and Nancy both have. Yeah, yeah. So I'll throw in my two bits. I think there's a, there could be a real tendency to get complacent and keep your eye off the... What we're talking about is a really, really... Game. Big dream. Game changer. Not a, yeah. we're talking about trying to affect culture. That's not a little dinky deal. And I could see that, yeah, you got four million in, in uh, you get four million endowment, you've got uh, uh, 150,000 from the honor ceremony, you know, with no budget problems, and, and kind of coast. And I just don't, I hope that doesn't happen. And I think that, I think that, that. As long as the board and the CEO continue to dream big, how can we get this done? How can we, how can we affect culture? I think it'd be easy. I think you'd see the South Dakota Hall of Fame having a $10 million endowment and a million-dollar-year budget. I mean, it's a big, the idea is big enough. The, the risk is that people forget how big the idea is. So almost, so I'll be going into my ninth year 
and we all know we're going to succeed ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the purpose of this video is so that others can see who came before them and what that was about and take from that where they head mm -hmm. for their future. Mm -hmm. um, but that, uh, you know, $300,000 budget is now 500000 yep. on the basis of growth, on the basis of connection, on the basis of mission. And so um, you're absolutely right. You know, keep the big picture of what this is about and what this means. And it's as simple as excellence, connections, and relationships, and chasing your dreams. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the South Dakota Hall of Fame and these dream chasers, visit our website at www.sdexcellence.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.